The podcast you're about to hear will inspire, innovate, give you insight, and take you on the wings of leadership. This is why we call it the I3L. Inspiration, innovation, insight, and leadership. Get ready to embark on the journey to greatness with Kayode Oguta. Hi, welcome to the I3L podcast. My name remains Kayode Oguta. It's always a pleasure to be in your space. Today, we're going to be starting a new series for the next eight weeks. We're going to be looking at the power that drives leadership, the power that drives exceptional leadership. I'm having eight different ways in which every CEO, every organizational leader should know what to do to drive leadership in an organization. And when you understand these eight powers, you would be able to win. You know, power is the ability to do work, your ability to do work. These eight powers that I'm going to be talking to you about will drive your ability to massively get great results in any area of your life. Maybe you're a father, you're a mother, you're a class captain, you're a team leader. You are a startup boss or you run a non-profit or a profit organization or even a governor or a president. When you understand all these eight powers that drive exceptional leadership, it will transform your leadership. And today I want to go straight to the first one that I call the power of responsibility. The power of responsibility. Responsibility means taking ownership of the results of your future. Hence, responsibility is the hallmark of all exceptional leaders. Responsibility means taking ownership of the results of your future. Hence, responsibility is the hallmark of all exceptional leaders. Many years ago, I heard a story that really, really gripped me. It was about an earthquake that took place in a town and a man came there to come and look at the rains. But he realized that his four-year-old son was inside the earthquake, the rubbles. So he just kept at it. He kept at it. After two days, the first responders felt that, you know what? Everyone here should be dead. Let us move on to the next phase, which is not just thinking about survival or making sure that people are safe. But we just want to evacuate the place. But the man said no, that he still believed his son was alive. That something tells him his son was alive. So he continued for one day extra after the third day when the people felt that everybody should have been dead by then. And on the fourth day, he got to where his son was. And here was his son with a friend. And he was telling his friend, you know what? My father will look for me. That story gripped me so badly that I kept telling myself that whenever anybody finds himself in a place, that the results are up to him and not to any circumstantial evidence or incidences, then that person has become a leader. A leader is the person that knows that if any decision is going to take place, the result is going to be up to me. No wonder Harry Truman, former American president, said the box stops on my table. I am not going to cast any blame. I'm going to own the result. So when you look at exceptional leaders, the first thing they do is that whereas they share the credit for every successes, they own the blame. Whereas the anarchists are always share the blame and own the credit for what happens in the organization. So remember I said to you that responsibility is the hallmark of greatness. So Winston Churchill said, so if you compare every great leader of the last century of now 
you will see that the leadership arose because they took up the power of responsibility. Is it Nelson Mandela that decided that the black man must be free of appetite? Oh, Martin Luther King, who also decided that the black man must be free of every sort of discrimination and oppression. Oh, you talk about someone like Mother Teresa, who decided that she was going to give even the less privilege, even the sign of dignity. Every one of them just made up their mind that they were going to own the result. They were going to own the result. So leaders must own it. And until someone is responsible, no one is. And when no one is responsible, anarchy rules. So whenever you understand that leaders arise is when you know that someone has decided to take over leadership. So for instance, you stay on the Lagos Road, everybody complains about traffic. But someone decides that, you know what, I'm going to take control over this place. There's not going to be any quagmire here. You know what? That person has given leadership. He has exercised leadership at that place. So leadership, it's all about ensuring that you take responsibilities. One thing that always happens is that until leaders arise, people will take responsibilities, who own the decisions and the consequences of making sure that it is properly executed. No one will do that. Things will remain the same. Nothing changes because nobody has taken ownership and responsibility for the change. So, I do not know what area of your life you're looking at as a father, as a mother, or as a, okay, maybe as a parent, or as a captain, as a coach, or your profit, your non-profit, or your organization, your country. What area are you thinking that you must understand and look at so that you will be able to have ownership? People that have ownership are leaders. And you know, things could go wrong. But leaders just make up their mind that, look, if everything's going to go right, then I'll have to start, step up and do what it takes. So what I call the power of responsibility is what makes you say no to the status quo and try to cause a change. So if everybody's going to be a leader, I think they must go through the following. Number one, they must pay the price. Every change can be very emotional, but leaders pay a price for that change. Uh, the Holy Book said, whatever a man sows, so shall he reap. But you cannot ignore gravity and rise. Neither can you ignore the law of flotation and not sink. You cannot also ignore the law of sowing and the law of reaping and expect that you're going to reap. But it is my opinion that the power of responsibility is what encompasses both the law of gravity that allows you to rise, the law of flotation that stops you from sinking, and the law of sowing and reaping that enables you to reap what you have sown. So you can rise, you do not sink, and you can reap what you have sown. So leaders is it that know that nothing changes until the price is paid. What most people want is immediate gratification, but leaders say no. I'm willing to pay the price for the long haul. I'm willing to delay gratification. And whenever I see someone who is willing to delay gratification, I know the person is willing or the person is on the road to becoming an exceptional leader. So leaders pay the price. Leaders pay the price. And in any area that you're waiting and you're willing to pay the price, then you can rise up to leadership. Number two thing I realize in the power of relationship is the fact that leaders develop themselves. When a leader gets better, everyone gets better. The organization gets better. The community gets better. The family gets better. In every area of our lives, everyone gets better. Now, to build a better future, you must become a better variant of you. So accepting the responsibility of leadership means that you keep getting better. You just cannot stagnate. And one of the things I've learned about excellence is that what stops getting better stops getting good enough. So leaders must develop themselves in such a way 
that excellence is all about improving standards. What was standard five years ago, what was good five years ago, is no more good enough. The television that was good five years ago is not good enough any longer today. The telephone that was good five years ago is not just not good enough for today. So leadership is all about developing yourself. Do not think that there is a position where you are and that you do not get better. Once you stop getting better, you stop getting good enough. Therefore, everyone deserves a better future and they can only get a better future if you have a better you. So number two thing is that leaders must develop themselves. Number three things about the power of relationship is that leaders must use power responsibly. Leaders must use power responsibly. Look, people put their trust in you. Leadership is all about the abdication of a will. I mean, look at example. You want to enter into the airplane, you sit down, and immediately you get into the airplane, you just put your seatbelt on, and most exactly, if it's a transatlantic flight, you probably would even sleep for eight hours. You have given your future, your hope, your destiny, even the destiny of your children to a man. You probably do not know, you do not even see him when you are entering the plane. Now, it means that the person who is piloting that plane, the pilot of the plane, must understand that the responsibility of not only flying the aircraft, maybe like a $50 million aircraft, it's on him. The responsibility of making sure that every life that is committed unto him is also taken to their destination. Therefore, leadership is all, in my opinion, about ensuring that whatsoever is kept in your trust is well protected. And that's the power of responsibility. That's the power of responsibility. You know, people talk about the abuse of trust, the abuse of office. is because people, leaders, do not take their responsibility well. So leaders understand they'll be entrusted with organizational resources, organizational tools, organizational talent, organizational abilities, and they must keep it well. And like a pilot, they must make sure that they use it well. Now, the power of responsibility also but innovation, imagination, and insight. When people are responsible, they want to find a better world, they want to find a better way, and they try to make sure that they go about it well. So if you are responsible, you want to find out, look, how can we be better than where we are presently? That's responsibility. That's responsibility. If responsibility is saying, look, it doesn't matter where we are now, we're good enough, or we can just stay here and nothing else matters. But that is not responsibility. Responsibility means how can we be better? How can my family be better? How can my children have a better future than I the one I, that my parents gave to me? How can I ensure that the country lives better than the, than the one that I lived in or that was given to me? Those are the things that leaders do. Leaders make sure that the bad innovation, the bad imagination, the bad insight. When I see the leaders of Qatar, doing what they were doing it was responsibility of ensuring that look the future of a country must live beyond oil and live beyond fossil fuels and they went all out to do what leadership would actually do in any circumstances innovation can be bad imagination and insight can be bad and i think that's the power of responsibility of leadership now whenever you see that people are not imaginative they are not insightful they're not innovative one thing just clear they've not taken hold on the power of responsibility that has been entrusted onto them and it's not it's very easy to see so when people are not innovative when people are not imaginative when people are not insightful you just know they've not they've not owned the power of responsibility about leadership now number five thing i want to talk to you about is that responsibility is a seed that grows when it is cultivated it's a seed that grows when it's cultivated when you justify a responsibility they give you more like they say that the reward of doing well is more job, more responsibility. 
do you know that when people take responsibility there are fewer rules that are needed but when people don't take responsibility there are many 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 rules that are needed so if people take responsibility you need fewer rules i mean that's just even the, your house your homes your offices when people take responsibility you don't need rules when they take responsibility anytime they come to the office you know that they they want to come at a time in which they would do the maximum work you probably do not need rules but when people do not take responsibility then you probably need more than 10 15 rules to get the same job done now the sixth thing i'm going to talk to you about is that the opposite of responsibility is not just irresponsibility it's conflict now not just conflict with others but conflict with ourselves so whenever you are irresponsibly you're going to have conflict in families you're going to have conflict in teams you're going to have conflict in nations you're going to have conflict in everything so when people do not take responsibility they actually buff conflict conflict with your health is a function of irresponsible behavior and lifestyle conflict in the home is a function of irresponsible actions by players conflict in nations you could look at brexit britain it's always about people acting irresponsibly or irresponsible players on the scene so you could see that to postulate that the antidote to conflict is taking responsibility now and for future outcomes making sure that you know what i am going to take my responsibility for the decisions and the outcomes of the future and finally the seventh thing i want to talk to you about the power of conflict is the fact that we were created with responsibility in mind so all countries all organizations all individuals all families know that on the other side of happiness are people who have taken responsibilities for their lives and that's the truth that's the amazing truth so leaders must understand that look your goal to make everyone happy because that's the goal of human beings that they want to be happy everybody's driven towards happiness is the fact that they must take responsibility for their lives they must take responsibility for their future and this is what drives attitudes what drive behaviors what drive result orientation and you grow not by only getting response for your outcome but as a leader you also grow by getting responsibilities for the outcome of everybody who has been entrusted into you so you're not just only building yourself up you're also building the people that are under you and the people that are with you now so the question i want to ask you today and for this week which you're going to be thinking about is this in what area of your lives have you taken responsibility now if you're taking responsibility in any area i know you're on the path of leadership in that area if you've not taken responsibility in that area then you're not on the path of leadership the question also will now bring on that question in the fact that how soon would you own the responsibility for the future that you deserve how soon would you own it how soon would you own it and i want to challenge you to own it immediately the response for your family the response for your nation the response for your country the response for every area of your lives it's now to own the power of responsibility don't think anybody will come and help you you must rise if anybody comes to help you it's because a leader rose up and decided that the status quo will not remain the same do not forget everything like newton's law says every object will remain in its own position or set a greater force is applied i think in human endeavor the greater force is the application of leadership so that things do not stay with the status quo so i challenge you to be exceptional by building relationship because that's where your happiness lies and that's where the happiness of your family your nation your country your organization may actually also rise to god bless you see you next week 